at my signal. Unleash hell. This is where we hold them. This is where we fight. This is where they die. This is Sparta. Welcome to the Wrestling House Show. Wow, which is about as frequent now as a Zack Ryder match on Raw. <laughs> My name is Joey. My name is Chris. Welcome back. Say I'm that to me or to the, to the people? Both, both, I guess, yeah. It's good to be back. It's very good Let's to see back. how it goes. So what possibly compelled us to, on all, on all of the nights that we possibly could, do a show again? We got inspired because we just came back from the live audience version. <laughs> we attended the Hell in the Cell right. pay-per-view. Yes, we were there. We saw it. Sorry, Hell in a Cell. It's always... I, everybody wants to say Hell in the Cell. I always say Hell in the Cell. I thought cell. it used to be in the cell, in the cell. Is it? I, it's Was not it? anymore, but I thought it used to be. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah, no, we're not going to break it, that it, down. It used to be Satan hour. structure, too, but it's not that anymore, either. <laughs> Satan's prison, Satan's yeah. structure, and now that's the elimination. Now it's the devil's playground, I think. I well, the know. box set's called Satan's prison, isn't it? I don't know. Oh God. Okay, to be continued. <laughs> next show. <laughs> Off to a great start. No, I, I, this is why we're back. It's it's so fun. Uh, but hello to all of our loyal listeners, everybody listening on your various uh, reference places to hear us. Most importantly, on <laughs> WrestlingHouseShow.com, yes. which is now up and running again. Yes. Okay, so let's let's break down Hell in the Cell, and then the second half of the show we'll just freeform because we got a lot of shit to talk about between. There's a lot of stuff that's happened since WrestleMania 26. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, okay. All right. Well, Hell in the Cell got there, and dark match like usual. Before the match, we were talking about there were only like five matches on the card. It's like it might be nice to see a tag team match or something. Yeah, we and got so, one. <laughs> yeah, and so six man at that. Yeah, in a dark. Uh, dark match, uh, three champions actually in that match, not on the pay-per-view itself. Oh so. dear God! Uh, Cody Rhodes using his old music for yeah, some reason, not the Smoke and Mirrors song. Yeah, they use the old Texas uh, kind of sounding, you know that the what it's like Lance Cade's song for yeah. a while, and it's like all the generic Texas guys' yeah. music. <laughs> so yeah, but it was a uh, Rhodes. Still had the mirror though. Yeah, he did have the mirror and the mirror on his jacket. Which I think is awesome, but he can't see it though. He has to like, I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, Rhodes and McIntyre and Ziggler versus the team of Goldust, um, uh, our uh, truth. Yeah, our truth, Goldust and Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston. Yes. And we Sorry. almost forgot about the dark match. Yeah. <laughs> well, to me, the biggest thing about it was besides the lunacy of three champions in there. Yeah. Is, it, is it called the Unified WWE Tag Titles now? Or yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Something like that. It's got weird Spartan helmets on it or something. <laughs> yeah, Roman, whatever that very is. Very strange, because when do you ever see a four-man Spartan pit match like back in the day? <laughs> right. Right? <laughs> that would imply it's a one-on-one kind of fiesta, you know, but <laughs> fiesta. not even a fiesta. <laughs> okay, we're rusty, guys. It's like, it's like the first year of Conan. Give us a break. Um... <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. The, the the new tag titles are weird looking. I don't know if I like them yet. But it, it really, and I do this every time, and I'm such. I feel like such an idiot. I know this to be a fact. But whenever it took, it didn't dawn on me until they got in the ring legally together. Yeah. 
the two Rhodes brothers. It dawned on me the same time it did you, because I was about to say something, and you said, hey, and I went, yeah, I, I, I see what just happened there. Yeah, the, the the big hot tag at the end of the show, it pretty much came down to gold dust and Cody, dashing Cody Rhodes, yes. excuse me. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was, it was a nice little thing, and everybody kind of cleared the ring out, Kofi did a high spot, Quick did a high... <laughs> Truth did a high spot. Well, that's some old school. Uh, yeah, Truth and Alex, you know, they they cleared those guys out, let it let down the Rhodes guys, and then Cody had his um, crossroads hooked in. Yeah. And then surprise, surprise, Goldust reverses it and does. Um, I guess it's his new curtain call. It's been so long since he's actually won a match or had a finishing move. I can't remember the name of it. But it's the uh, spinning uh, vertical suplex. Yeah, and he beat Cody, which. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's a dark match. No one's going to see it, but it was yeah. kind of cool. You know, like yeah. I'm, I'm a big Goldust fan, so the fact that I oh, got yeah. to see him win a match, and not just you know, kind of doing nothing on NXT, yeah. which is a that's a missed opportunity right there. Yeah, they could they could he could be the star of that show. I yeah, and I like the pairing. We'll get to NXT later. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was pretty short, but it was a good it was a good warm up. Yeah, because yeah. people I like to see. Yeah. No, CM Punk was nowhere to be found. That yeah, was unfortunate. Oh. Not even a CM Punk shirt for sale. There's never been a CM Punk shirt for sale at any shows we go to. Yeah. That's it's, it's a curse. Retarded. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, you can get CM Punk sandworm hats yes. on the shop site for like five dollars now. So if you're a CM Punk fan, go to the shop site in the clearance section. Yes. So looking out for our fans and, <laughs> and friends and listeners. Okay, so yeah, the the bombs go off. Um, big Hell in the Cell video, and then yeah. It's very loud explosion. And so we were debating which match should start the show, and I think I think we kind of decided <laughs> that the uh, Orton Sheamus cell should start it. Yeah, I, I kind of liked the idea of sandwiching, you know, because they did yeah. that last year. They've actually. done that before, especially with like the the chamber, the elimination yeah. chamber. They they'll yeah. usually sandwich it like one to start. And I was like, well, there's no way it's going to be the triple threat match for the U.S. title because it's a fall, it's a submissions count anywhere. Excuse yeah, me. So it's going to be all over the arena. It's going to get pretty slow. Yeah, and any time, no matter what kind of matchup it is, I don't care who it is, but any time matchup goes to the floor, the crowd dies out for it a little yeah. bit. You know, there's occasional big ooh, but yeah. the cr- it usually kills the crowd. Well, because so most like, of the crowd has to watch it on the screen because he can't see what's happening. Yeah, exactly. So, lo and behold, first match. Yeah. <laughs> and it was good. I mean, it devolved into a a series of one-on-one matches at times, but for the most part, they actually all were interacting with each other. So. Yeah, They're kind of getting away from the typical triple threat WWE formula that we usually rail against. Yeah, where one guy falls out of the ring and two guys fight, and then one guy falls out of the ring and the other guy gets back in and two two guys fight. So. Yeah, they each guy seemed to have a purpose at all times during yeah. the match, so yay. They yeah. pulled off a good one. Maybe maybe Daniel was calling the match. I don't yeah, know. Right. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, or just let me know. Did uh, Morrison go for a? He did go for one submission move. Yes, he, he actually, did. He went for the tarantula. I no, 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 two, two. What else did he do? Texas Cloverleaf. Oh, he did. All right, yeah. never mind. Because I was watching that match, and for the first like, I was like watching it. And it was probably a good like five minutes, and I was like, has Morrison even gone for a submission move at all? He did the tarantula did. early, yeah. actually, and then uh, which was great, which allowed Miz to get kicked in the face by Daniel yeah. Bryan because he was completely exposed. That's always good times. Uh, but yeah, Morrison pulls a Texas Cloverleaf in Texas. In Texas. So, so yeah. Do you think he just was walking backstage trying to think of something to do, and he ran to Dean Malenko next to the coffee or something? <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was good to see. It's a move that should, that move should never have gone away. It's, I like, it's a, I've always liked the Texas Cloverleaf. Yeah, great finish. It just looks really cool. 
Yeah, it's not hard to pull off like a lot of the other ones, you know. Yeah. Even even like the Eddie Guerrero one, for instance, which kind of got used almost uh, tonight. He did like sort of a semi version of the lasso from El Paso. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm not sure who did that one either. I'm I'm getting confused, but actually I think that was Morrison. Morrison. Too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know why I had Hey, that, Morrison's that a submission specialist now, dude. What are you talking about? He's not just a spot Apparently, monkey. We did see a cattle mutilation. Yes, we did. Without the whole knee set up, but yeah. it was the fact that we saw it, and that was the first time he's done it since he's yeah, been in WWE. Of, yeah. So, and then, yeah, because we were sitting next to him, and we, like, freaking marked out for that, and the yeah. guy next to us looked over at Chris and was like, what's the big deal? Yeah. <laughs> he we, didn't actually keep it on for very long either, but... yeah. I don't know. I'd like to see him incorporate it a little bit more. I mean, I do like the LaBelle lock. But yeah. I like yeah. the cattle mutilation a lot. I, I don't see what is the big problem with changing it up and not knowing. That way you have... Yeah. I don't understand how a guy could be a submission specialist. And, and only have one have, go-to move. Well, it, he, has a, it, he has a few. He has like a leg, leg lock and things like well, that. Well, I'm, I'm not saying he doesn't, but they should allow him to alternate his finishing have, moves. Have more than one finishing. Because you know when he puts on like the... When he grapevines the leg, he's not going to finish with that. So Yeah, so uh, that would be great, though, because that's a good bit, you know, for a guy that they supposedly have to find a personality for him. Yeah. Uh, not knowing where he's coming from makes him exciting yeah. by default. And so he's yeah. going to finish a guy with a different submission move. That way, also, the guys can't scout him properly. Yeah. So there you go. Like, they can't say, like, if if they're protecting their head and shoulders, then he's going to go for a leg, and you never exactly sure where he's going to come at you from. Exactly. Makes sense, yeah. but I don't know. Is that a little too smart, or you know? I don't know, maybe so. I, I'm not a genius by any means, but you know, <laughs> I, I, I always said I could, I could probably book wrestling, you know, if if yeah. I, if I was given free reign, you know. <laughs> so I, yeah. Anyway, moving on. But yeah, it ends up, uh, they end up out on the stage, and uh, of course, Morrison had to climb things and jump off of it. Um, it didn't even look like something that could be climbed. That was the yeah. really interesting part. He's it was climbing like this one big of the lighting structure. Yeah, and it, lo- it looked like part of the, um, the just, HD thing. Yeah, it the just bottom. looked like a, a wall. It looked like one of the video walls from yeah. the distance that we were at. Yeah, just with some lights on it. But all of a sudden, he's climbing them like he's got suction cups on yeah, his hands or something. Yeah, literally Spider-Man. And I, you know, Morrison's such a, you know, such a crazy guy. I didn't know if he was going to just do a regular high cross body yeah. or do a moonsault or do a shooting star. Yeah. I've never put anything past him, but yeah. you know, thankfully he, his career is going to live to see another he, day. He played it a little bit safe. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but then Alex Raleigh comes out and breaks up. Uh, he uh, takes out uh, Morrison actually. Yeah, he does because Morrison has some the yeah, clover he, leaf. Yeah, yeah, the clover leaf. And then Daniel Bryan. Um, you know, someone's going to speculate on the internet. I'm sure that Daniel Bryan uh, got in trouble for this, but uh, Daniel Bryan literally takes Alex Riley by, he does the jazz throw out, as I like to call it, yeah. for you Fresh Prince of Bel-Air fans, um, and threw him into the camera guy. Literally. Shoved him, like, directly into the camera guy, and the camera goes wild. Yeah. So, that was, yeah, seeing that on the screen was pretty fun. Yeah. So. And, uh, um, uh, Brian actually won. He I made Miz tap out again. On top of the ramp, and I yeah. called that yeah. before Do the match even happened. I was so. like, I want to, or it was during the match, I said, I want to see him with the label lock around top of the ramp for the yeah. whole place to see it. That's what happened. Kaklau. Alright, so yeah. Daniel Bryan still the champion with um, Right of the Valkyries uh, representing. Yeah. So, and apparently Sarah Del Rey does not have a problem with that. I found out. So, well, why should she? Yeah, she. That's uh, it's a tribute. If anything, you know, well, you like, know he respects her. Like I was telling you, she used to use uh, the final countdown, which is what um, uh, Danielson used uh, for a long time. Ring of Honor. I remember a lot and of Ring she, of Honor matches. Yeah, were using, and she yeah. used that in honor of 
Danielson because okay. uh, he helped train her. So. Okay, there you go. So it's, it's like kind of a receipt, but it's a tribute. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's just a tribute. All right, so the second match was the title match, wasn't it? Between Sheamus and Orton? Yes. Am I crazy? Uh, you're not crazy. That's okay. It was. Yes. So they lower the cell down, and it's time for uh, Sheamus and Randy Orton. And I got to say, I was not really looking... I, I wasn't looking forward to this at all, because this is the third time on pay-per-view this year, I think. Yeah. That and I didn't wrestled. see those matches, to be fair. Actually, we, we saw it at the Rumble. Yeah, that's right. Okay, this year. I kept. I, I, I keep thinking you mean subsequently. Like, oh, no. Like in a row. So, yeah. But, and, you know, just the build-up to me was just kind of boring-ish. I don't know. And... I'm. I like a lot of you out there are probably struggling with Babyface Orton. You know, even yeah. though he's still See, like the I same said, guy, but he's not the same guy. He's not at all. Yeah, he's smiling when he raises his hand up like that, and he smiles. You know, he's just screaming. Seeing inside. him smile when it's a smile of "Hey, I won something," and I'm smiling with you, the fans. It just looks weird. <laughs> yeah, that, that when he did it on Raw last week, didn't that look just like totally forced? Like yeah. they went and asked him to do it or something. Yeah. I'm not saying they did, but maybe he's like, it's like, oh, I have to do something, I guess. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> the only time Orton should smile is when he's about to murder someone or yeah. thinking about it. Crazy, so. crazy smile, too. Which he still does. I mean, he smiled after he kicked Jericho in the head. Yeah. So, And yet there's still no room for Sid. <laughs> A guy that smiles when he's going crazy. I, whatever. <laughs> um, ah, crap, I should have used that joke later. <laughs> okay. Um... But yeah, so I this it, the match actually surprised me. It was one of the the better matches of the night. Yeah, the the build up, it was like a slow build, but they were going somewhere with it, and there was some good injury psychology as well. Uh, Sheamus was working a lot on the chest and the stomach, the midsection, of, yeah, yeah, the midsection of Randy, setting him up for the uh, the power bomb. Yeah, which would make sense. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so yeah, and once it got hot and some good near falls. They didn't blow anything in there, you know. It was yeah. like even, and every time you thought you'd see blood, you didn't. But yeah, because he was WWE. actually Seamus actually raked uh, Orton's face into the the cage at one point, and I looked at you and was like, "You think we'll see blood tonight?" Yeah. Not, I mean, I didn't think we would, but for someone to, to like this, the the metal that rips and tears at flesh, it's the most dangerous match ever, and there's yeah. no blood when he's actually raking his face into it. Yeah, and we talked about this before we left for the show tonight. Which was to say, we had a converse, private conversation about, you know, not bloodthirsty. I don't have yeah. to see blood at every wrestling show, but it's freaking hell in the cell. Yeah. You know. It adds to the, the danger and the, the mystique of it. Yeah. So, done correctly. You notice that all the video packages, when they show them now, no blood. Like yeah. in the history of hell in the cell, yeah. zero buckets of blood, yeah. <laughs> which is so not it. Yeah. Had a guy shoot a damn tooth through his head. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That didn't happen. No. That's disrespectful. I mean, the guy took that, and yet he's not even on the damn video package. Yeah. They can't do any Foley video packages for own cell. Yeah, <laughs> but they can they can interview him for the website. But <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, that'll be fun to talk about later. Yeah. But yeah, that was the other thing. So I just I called it the Hell on the Stairs match because all I did was toss yeah. the staircase at each other. <laughs> Sheamus was fixated on those stairs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, both sets of them, like in the ring, out of the ring. Yeah. He did his he, his his backbreaker move. Yeah, like, but it's kind of it, like it the starts side, being like a, a, a sidewalk slam. Yeah. go into the backbreaker. Yeah, he did it on top of the stairs. I'm like, you just wait, made that way more difficult yeah. for no extra payoff. Didn't he drop him into the corner of the stairs yeah. to make the back hurt? Yeah, 
As opposed to just using it. Yeah. He, All he did was make it very <laughs> precarious for himself. Do you think either he or Orin were in the ring going, what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because I sure was. It went backstage, you think somebody ran it like, it's like, like hey, yeah, yeah. Malenko, be like, what was that? Why did you do that? <laughs> don't, I don't know. There's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little loopy in there. You know, like blame it on the loopy. Yes. Yeah. But other than that, um, it was it was really good. I was like I said, I was hoping to see a power bomb on the stairs, but that yeah. probably would have finished Orton. So he tried for it, but it was the least logical way he could have done it. He was standing on. Yeah, I was like, well, he's going to get an RKO because there's no way he's going to get this yeah. from this position. Yeah, <laughs> and he did. Um, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Orton is still the WWE champion. It was yeah. it was a good uh, finally a, a a definite victor in their matches because they haven't really had one ever in their one on one matches. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, Orton Orton won it pretty cleanly to win the title, but that was also you know yeah. Anyway, sorry, I I missed that show. I'm I'm completely yeah. outing myself on that one. <laughs> But it, I know Sheamus got DQ'd or something or ran out at SummerSlam. Yeah. So yeah oh, that's yeah, that's what I was uh, referencing. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that was good. Um, and then next up, because we were talking about the oh, and also Orton did celebrate on top of the cage, so that was kind of cool. I was yeah, wondering if anybody was, was cool. going to go up there tonight when they finally uh, he did. It, he was yeah. the one to do it. So yeah, we got a little bonus. Yeah. After that, uh, we hear Alberto Del Rio's music, and I was very very happy because I like Alberto Del Rio very much actually. Yeah. Um, I was hoping to see him maybe like do the Mysterio match, yeah. but I don't know if Mysterio is healthy enough to do it. I don't know if he's totally clear because he was. They were originally supposed to have that match at that SmackDown yeah. uh, debut on Sci-Fi, but yeah. it was just a little run-in. So but maybe he's so, not ready yet. Yeah. So uh, Del Rio comes out and talks about how and why he's better than everyone, and uh, which is cool. He's so annoying. Reason number one: him. Ricardo Rodriguez. That guy. Yeah. Great. I like that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty cool. I, he looks like a guy you'd be friends with. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then Edge's music comes on. I'm like, oh, huh? huh? So because Edge has this campaign against stupidity. Yeah. I'm like, Dario's not stupid. <laughs> he's actually pretty awesome. But he did. He, he did make some did, good points. He actually did say there are certain things that are really good about you and yeah. cool and and awesome. But, but, but this but this dog with a mask that's stupid. <laughs> I was like. I had to concede to that. I was like, yeah, yeah. that was kind of dumb. That was a dumb bit. And um, he said that Ricky was stupid, but I don't agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> Ricardo. Yeah, yeah. Ricardo. Um, and then Jack Swagger comes out, because yeah. on SmackDown previously... The uh, Oklahoma turncoat. Now. Yeah. <laughs> he rooted, he, and he still rooted against the loser. Yeah. <laughs> he rooted for Texas in the yeah. Texas OU game, and Texas lost. So yeah. see, what, see what happens. He should have stuck with the winner. <laughs> but uh, so Swagger comes out, and they start getting into it, and ends up the... Uh, the gay computer uh, <laughs> makes me think my I'm getting a text message because th- it's the same ringtone <laughs> as the... You look they, down at your phone. <laughs> yeah, it's the same ringtone as the iPhone, so I'm like, oh, I got a text. Oh, God damn it. It's then Now I have to listen to Michael Cole. Cole's voice. <laughs> this is the worst thing ever. Um, you, get, you get Michael Cole as your text tone to say, this is not raw. My phone would be broken within a week. <laughs> Or Edge would come over to your house yeah. and kill it. Because he's like, that's stupid. You pull a phone out of my hand and stomp on it. It's yeah. very stupid. You know, Edge needs a manager now. He needs to, he needs to get Getty Wananabe <laughs> as his manager yeah. so he can reprise his Cooney role from UHF. Please, if someone out there, hopefully you understand what I'm talking about. Uh, if you yeah. do, please so email stupid. Us. Stupid! Can you imagine if he just handed him the mic and that's all he did? That would be pretty funny. Yeah, see? They, uh, they can get uh, Ken Young. 
come out there and and do that do that role. Okay. Yeah, Dr. I'm down with that. Dr. Ken. Yeah. yeah, he can he can reprise that for the uh, the yeah. uh, 21st century. Yeah, Dr. Ken could be the 20. He he pretty much is a 21st century yeah. anyone and yeah. actually. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> anyway, we're getting way off track here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> we do here. So uh, the uh, the computer makes a match for Swagger versus Edge, which yes. was it was good. Uh, yeah, and uh, it was it was a fun little match. Everybody yeah. went to the bathroom for it. I don't know why, yeah. but you know, Edge, two Edge great won. wrestlers. Yeah, Edge won, which wasn't a surprise. Yeah. But, but I totally thought Swagger had though, because he did get the doctor bomb on him uh, during the yeah during he did. The match and yeah. and, and, and he, he kicked out of it. Didn't yeah exactly. So yeah, I don't know. But I forgot good. to mention one of my favorite things in that Hell in a Cell match between Sheamus and Orton is when Orton hit his first RKO and Sheamus rolled right yeah, out of the ring. I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> I was rooting for Sheamus to be honest. So yeah, I was too. But and as the match went on, I was rooting for him more. So, yeah. but uh, but yeah. So that was that. Um, next matchup was the uh, it was a Cena match, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, I remember. I'll I'll tell you why later. Why I remember that. Yeah, Cena versus Barrett. Cena wins. Nexus disbands and not fired as I originally as he originally yeah. sold it. Uh, yeah. versus they Barrett. Like if Barrett band. wins, Cena is Nexus and no longer against us. If they were to disband, I figure some of those guys would fall off the roster, though. So. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. But, uh, so apparently um, uh, they had a plan and yeah. I don't know if it was a ruse or whatever, but when they come out like uh, Barrett and Cena are having their match and the Nexus comes out and Pretty Barrett, early on. Yeah, pretty yeah. early on and just kind of stand there and Barrett comes out and is like what are you guys doing? Go to the back. Yeah, like, I was kind of pissed because I was like, you know, Barrett needs to be able to show off here, and I yeah. don't. I finally was like, finally, 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 because they've been building up this match for so yeah. long, and they need to have a good showcase for him. Not that Barrett hasn't had his wins on yeah. television, but he needs a good, solid one-on-one pay-per-view match with John well, Cena. You could debate the point, probably, but I think he had a very good showing in that match. Oh, no, I'm saying yeah. early on I thought the match was going to turn into oh, a bullshit thing. Yeah, yeah. But thankfully they didn't do that until, like, way Yeah, later. it really didn't. I mean, it was yeah. it was a very good match. I mean... Had a great showing. That and the uh, Orton-Sheamus match were the... I don't know which I liked better, because they were, they were I've been both... going back and forth in my head about it, yeah. but obviously the historical significance will go with this match. Here. Oh, yeah, definitely. But yeah, because, uh, I mean, we haven't talked about it because we haven't been doing a show since Nexus formed, but I yeah. really like the Nexus, like, a lot. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, there's certain weeks where it does kind of bother me. It got to I, be the same thing over and over stale. for a while. Yeah, it got stale. It's like either add, add guys or they need to come up with something here. And at least this, this last storyline here got me going a little bit better. At the same time, though, and we, I'll talk about this more later, I think they ruined SmackDown almost, but... Um, for me, you a little so? bit. A little bit. All yeah, right, we'll talk about Dumb that. that line. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Barrett had a great showing. He kicked out of the attitude adjustment. <laughs> yeah, he did. Cleanly. I mean, That's he awesome. got it. He pinned him right away, and he kicked out of it. That's so. a major rarity. I, I haven't yeah. seen that happen since like that big edge feud a few yeah. years ago. So I mean, I don't know what more you can say yeah. for for Barrett. I mean, that's that's yeah. huge. When he kicked out of it, I thought he had it. I was yeah. like, he's gonna actually get it, and then he got the um, the wasteland. I slam. think that I think that happened before that. Uh, he Did got it? he got the wasteland on Cena a little yeah. bit before that, and Cena yeah. kicked out, which isn't as much of a surprise. Yeah, because it's John Cena. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, well, because that's when we thought Cena was hulking up, and he was yeah, he was gonna. I've made the joke, yeah. yeah, and not that I'm anti-Cena, by the way. We've well, no, established we like this Cena. on the show, yeah. So, um, 
but yeah, so and it was after that that he got the attitude adjustment, and we were like, oh, well, that's going to be it. And mind you, we're, we're jumping ahead a little bit. This is after Nexus seems to be making their move into the ring, and then all of a sudden Big oh, Show yeah. clobbers one of them, and then the whole locker room empties. Yeah. Nexus gets chased out of the, uh, the stairwells and all that stuff. Yeah. And then the refs throughout the rest of the roster. I'm sitting there going, why are they throwing them out? You figure yeah. you let them stay and hang out as long as they're not causing yeah. any trouble. And it's, you know, like they're going to interfere for Cena or something. Right. Maybe somebody would. Maybe somebody would have it in for him. It's yeah. very possible. So, yeah, so then, then, yeah. So I just wanted to mention that. <laughs> yeah. But it continues, so it is it is just one-on-one between the two of them. And, um... Now, do we have a confirmation on who the first gunman was? <laughs> I mean, basically is what I wanted to call um, him. I'm pretty... That's it a was, nice Dallas tie-in, but... Yeah. It... You said it was McGillicuddy, or it looks like it's, him. It's got to... I mean, I haven't... I'm sure it's on the WWE page right now, but Probably. I haven't looked. But you couldn't see... In the arena, you couldn't see his face, even in the replays and everything. Yeah. And our, on our point of view, where we were in the arena, which was on camera side, yeah. but I saw the guy from yeah. the time he entered the area. I was like, there's a guy running to us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it had to be McGillicuddy. I mean, yeah. who, who else would it have been? About the same size, yeah. And yeah. then, of course, the kill shot was fired by... Husky Harris. Husky Harris. So, yes. See, I wasn't as big on Husky Harris. I mean, I mean, I know he's a... Is that what? a fat joke, sir? Uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> it wasn't, but take right. it as you will. <laughs> but um, he would beat me up. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's cool to see him. I wasn't as big on some of the other NXT season one guys either, and I I really like them all now. So well, it's funny to the, certain degrees. The thing that I like about Esky Harris, the right initially right away when I first ever saw him, when I finally saw footage of him, like when he was still in uh, Florida, yeah. and I was like, "You're kidding me!" Because he's Mike Rotunda's kid. Yeah. And this is to me, it's like the flip on Cody and Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, "What? What happened here?" <laughs> So, yeah, and they, I I still haven't seen his brother yet, so I don't know yeah. if his brother's any good. And there's a sister too, I think. But like I said, I need to I need to look that up. I mean, he was he was fine, but but he just his, fired the shot heard around the WWE yeah. universe tonight. He's he's big time now. His elimination in season two of NXT was warranted, and at the place that he was eliminated, okay. I think so. All right. um, and McGillicuddy. He's all right in the ring, on the mic. He can be pretty <laughs> dang horrible. so much. <laughs> Man, was that... Did he save his worst promo for that yeah, finale? Yeah, that oh was his God. worst one. <laughs> <laughs> that was just terrible. I mean, Caval didn't even have to say anything in that last yeah. uh, episode of season two. He could have just stood he there could, and... He'd give him the mic and he just goes, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he points to himself and then that's it. He, he still yeah, would have won. He still would have won. He could have been asleep. He could have... Uh, <laughs> Remember when Austin had his blanket up on the, in the pillow? He should have yeah, just done I that. I remember hating that, too. I know. I hated it, yeah. too, but he should have done that. That would yeah. have been completely apropos. Yeah. I would have had it ready under the ring for yeah. that. So if you ever get an NXT, get that one ready. <laughs> oh yeah. Out there. So, end of the match. McGillicuddy does the distraction. Husky Harris pipe to the head of a John Cena while okay. he's looking over it at McGillicuddy. And uh, Barry gets the win. A, a very deserved win. I mean, it, yeah. was, it was cheating, but... He Did you want Nexus to go away just yet? You, I mean, no, like you were saying, right? You were saying before the show, save it for Mania or something. Yeah, well, save it for. It's not the time to end Nexus because yeah. there's still a whole lot of story to be told. Yeah, and this, isn't, even, this isn't the invasion people. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this is a WWE bit. <laughs> they haven't even touched on the uh, season two NXT years until tonight, which yeah. is something that I thought was a given. I figured they would approach uh, Cavall, yeah. but maybe since he got injured. 
I mean, maybe they, they could have since they were on SmackDown this last week. Yeah, there's some bad injuries out there right yeah. now that are really making me mad. Yeah. So I was just waiting for the day because it's a no-brainer. For the, I figured they would try to recruit some of the uh, Season 2 guys yeah. into, into the uh, uh, Nexus. Absolutely. So on Monday night, apparently, uh, John Cena will be part of the Nexus. I'm sure they already have the T-shirt ready for yeah. him and the armband. Yeah. Is uh okay? Here, we're gonna go with this prediction right now. Um, I have to get my girlfriend credit for this one. Does Cena start wearing tights? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't think so. You see him in a Nexus T-shirt and underwear. I mean, it's <laughs> gonna <laughs> um, look weird, man. Because he yeah. didn't even wear tights. He not, wore tights when he started, but he wore bicycle not, shorts. Yeah, not like the, not like trunks. I've never <laughs> seen him wear trunks. Maybe <laughs> when he was the prototype, but I don't even. No, know. No, not even then. I've really. seen that. Yeah, prototype wore the stuff that he wore when he first debuted. Did he? Yeah. So there you go. There's our fashion uh, play for the week. <laughs> That's Maybe, my fault. <laughs> I think if anything, he'll change to to black uh, denim shorts. Okay. Instead of the blue. Yeah. Hey, black. Hey, black shorts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Spray painted with a yellow N on it. Right. <laughs> Property of Nexus. Yes. So this so. is. We might as well talk about this real quick since this yeah. is a big match. And it's not like we're going to wax about the women's match all that much. Um, so, I think, because I, I said the there's only good things that could come out of uh, Barrett winning at this show when we were standing outside for tickets, is that they've got an out either way they want it. Yeah. If they want Cena to be a full-blown heel, here it is. Or, if you want Cena to have his end game where he actually finishes Nexus, what better That's way to do it? Yeah. As a mole, as an insider. Oh, yeah. It's way more interesting this way than having just seen it disband the Nexus right away. Yeah, exactly. Um, I You keep saying they they might they try to uh, turn Cena heel. I don't see it. I don't think it's going to happen. I still say if he's not going to go heel, he's fighting Taker at WrestleMania. Yeah. But to me, there's no doubt about that. Uh, where do you go from Shawn Michaels? Exactly. Yeah, yeah and... That's really gonna that's gonna get people almost as intrigued as who's gonna win this match because all you know from your from your you know casual wayward fans up until the high smart mark fanboys like Cena beats everybody bro yeah. so there you go the intrigue right yeah. there but versus the versus the streak yeah so I I'm I, I might have said this on the previous show but I'm calling it. I think that's a no-brainer. Yeah. Cena's even saying that's what he wants to do at Mania now ever since I, you know, after I started talking about yeah. it. So. But I uh, I think where I see this Cena storyline going is, like you were mentioning before, like taking the Nexus down from within. Because they've already, they had the, the SummerSlam match where they, they tried to get a gang together to fight him. It, they're still around. Nexus is still here. You think he's got to at least split them down the middle at the very least? I think... We could have NXT Wolfpack. Yeah. I think maybe initially... <laughs> I think initially um, Cena will kind of res- try to resist, but yeah. then I think he'll smarten up and you'll, he'll have a segment where he just, like, you'll see the light, like, sh- like light bulb appear over his head. <laughs> Not like what we saw tonight at the oh, end of the show. Oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> hold, hold on to that. Um... You'll you'll just see the the flash of recognition in Cena, and he'll be like, okay, and then he'll start to look like he's turning heel, yeah. and he'll start to buy buy into the Nexus, and he'll start to get some of these other guys, Atunga, or probably like Slater and like Gabriel, to yeah. to follow him instead of Barrett, and it's going to split him down the middle, and that's what's going to take down the Nexus. I think the big sell to get people to con- 
people to convince the audience that maybe he really is down with them is if he can get at least one guy to defect. Yeah. I think that would be kind of cool, too. Yeah. You know, like like truth or something. Right. You know. Yeah. Something to get it over. So. That, and also distracts the rest of the guys. Because now they got to start watching this yeah. guy. So, I don't so know. The There's Nexus, tons of things they can yeah, do with this. The Nexus won tonight, but I think this is the beginning of the end of the Nexus by yes. doing so. I was, I was trying to think of, like, slogans the whole time since he won. You know, like, see Nixon or something. You know, something really... It, everything's terrible, but I'm sure there's Working something in there. You Maybe. can't put his name in there. He's not bigger than the rest of us. Maybe he is, but... See Nixon? I don't know. All right. <laughs> I'm working on it. It's a work in progress. Maybe next week I'll have something. Or you can email me if you got something. <laughs> Try to come up with something better than see Nixon. See Nixon. <laughs> anyway, so the next matchup... It is, it is like almost midnight. <laughs> the next matchup was the... Is it the Divas title now? See, I don't know the, the name of these these unified belts yeah. anymore. The unified... The double butterfly. <laughs> the double butterfly. Because, okay, let's go with the double butterfly initially. Because Teddy Long, I don't know how long ago, came up to Lake Cool and said, Hey... This is in August. Okay. Remember. Yeah. Pre-SummerSlam. Hey, you can't have two belts that... There's one belt, there's one champ, decide. And, of course, they did the BFF broken women's title. As soon which as was, that happened, did you just want to just turn the TV off? I just went, oh, I, no, I, just, I no. tune out the Divas segments anyway, for the most part, unless yeah. it's someone I actually do like, like Natalia. Yeah. Um, and so I was actually looking looking down, and then I looked over, and they have the split belt on each of their shoulders. So I'm like, uh, I'm, this is why I don't care. Yeah. Um, but so they... They unify the titles to make one title, and Lekul reverts back to having two belts. Yeah. Going completely against the uh, decree that Teddy Long had, had made. Teddy Long has gone from the greatest GM of all time to not. <laughs> He's got no power. Yeah. Wade Barrett overruled him because... I forgot the guy that owns a sci-fi channel was British. Yeah. So apparently all British people know each other. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> Come on, you come on, Cornish Adam. You know you guys do. <laughs> yeah, get you know that guy Jim, who's the world's biggest Michael yeah. Cole fan. <laughs> you, yeah, get us an interview with uh, Barrett. <laughs> yeah, y'all know her, buddy, yeah. Nigel, or anyway, we'd, we'd have it. Regal, and Regal's not doing anything. <laughs> How is Regal not a pro this year? I, uh, okay, anyway, okay, yeah. sorry. Um, so yeah, Divas so, match. So uh, the greatest. Oh, and, and according to PWI, the number one female wrestler in the world, <laughs> Michelle McCool. Really. Yeah, yeah I know. she's the top of the female fifty this year. Uh, going storyline wise, yeah, yeah she's, she, she beats everybody. She has a, a the worst vice kick. grip on the uh, on it on the titles. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know why 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 is that? Uh, <laughs> God, yeah, we won't speculate. Yeah, no, draw your own conclusions. No, no. I saw these like wedding photos, but I was like, ah, that could be anybody. <laughs> 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 All right. So anyway, um, so Natalia is she's doing wrestling moves which yeah. is nice to see within like a few seconds of the match yeah um and michelle mccool is throwing her into barricades and running around the ring yeah so when uh, she put that first couple of hammer locks on michelle i turned around did she just go huh <laughs> it's like what are you doing <laughs> what is that? i thought we were gonna wrestle <laughs> <sighs> um right. and so anyway they get back into the ring and <laughs> it's like bret hart's not here tonight honey <laughs> yeah you're not winning shit <laughs> 
the Hart dynasty, the, all the Hearts, none of them get anything unless uh, Bret Hart is in the arena. Yeah. And that's that's a fact. And I, I, if you debate me, I will show you a timeline because it's true. I can prove this on an Etch-a-Sketch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's some people right now that are laughing, and then they go, jeez, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> They I, do uh, do that, don't they? Completely right. Oh, crap. <laughs> um, so somebody needs to be the GM. Anyway. Yeah. All right, anyway. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> So anyway, the this this match ends in a DQ because Layla go reverts back to her shoe throwing days <laughs> and throws her high heel shoes at Natalia, who looks like like what the holy hell are you doing? She had her dead to rights in the sharpshooter yeah. uh, with her hands away from the ropes, yeah. and all of a sudden, what was that? It was <laughs> oh a my shoe. god, it was her shoe. She picked this time of all times to start throwing a shoe again. Yeah. One of my favorite bits she ever did. And she uses it for the power of evil. Not cool. <laughs> Not lay cool. Anyway. anyway. So we talked about that match way more than it deserved. Okay. I would like to see Natalia get the belt. She'll get, she'll obviously get, get, she's obviously going to get the rematch on SmackDown. Yeah. Hopefully Teddy will have something to say about yeah. that. Prove just, me wrong, Teddy. Yeah, just to get or, the... Prove me right. <laughs> but my my decree that I made months ago of not caring about the women's division in the WWE still it holds fairly true. I'm actually intrigued by NXT now to a yeah. certain extent. So I'm kind of sad that it's not going to be on a TV anymore. I have to go to the website to watch it. But. Well, they did give one good bonus as far as getting people to kind of go watch it because they know it's only like the hardest of hardcore watching this thing. Yeah. They got this great like pre-show. Uh, "Quote unquote shoot show with Joey Styles, yeah. and he kind of hosts the show, really. Yeah. So you know, yeah, Joey's the man. Joey was tweeting some good stuff tonight too. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> well, uh, the one I remember right off the top of my head was with the segment with Edge, and uh, he's like, "Edge, so Edge is uh, on a campaign to fight stupidity. Michael Cole is ten feet away from you. <laughs> so nice. That's what uh, you know." Yeah, we will we will pay a few extra bucks to go see it live, so we don't have to hear Michael Cole, <laughs> right? Because that was a photo finish. Yeah, I've uh, since we have since we've been off the air, I my because see for a while there, I was just like, you know what, I don't care anymore. I'll yeah, just, I was the one sitting here waving my hands like, yeah. how can you not see this? I'll just tune them out and I'll just just watch it and just don't even think about. it. I'll make my own commentary in my head yeah, yeah. while he's going on. But in these past few months with this whole whatever he's turned into is just infuriating and be, yeah. not in a good heel way in a right. way that makes me want to break things yeah. I don't want to watch because he's on there yeah and I, if he if he actually was good I really I promise you I would give him the benefit of the doubt I would yeah. give credit where credit's due but he's not any of those guys yeah. first of all you can't have a play by play guy be a bad guy you just can't it's just yeah. I know it's one of the rules but it's a rule that needs to stick Gordon Soley <laughs> didn't start yeah. talking shit about, you know, Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. It's it's stupid. And he's he's contrary just to be contrary. Yeah. To to people. Like it, people people that he didn't care for before, now that he's changed his persona, he likes them now. Yeah. And he does he, even though he supposedly likes them, he'll still make fun of them cuz he's like like standing up and applauding for Jack Swagger on SmackDown and in the same segment he starts making fun of him. Yeah. So he doesn't make any sense. You were telling me that like what was the thing you were talking about on NXT where I mean he just he's not even he's putting nobody over which is his effing he's, job. He's yeah, okay. See the deal with heels a good heel is there to make the babyface look good yeah. by comparison. Yeah. The heel puts him down and the babyface comes in talks him like like 
talks better than them, puts them down, beats them up, whatever, yeah. in order to make the babyface look good. There's nobody to do that to Michael Cole because the king won't do it anymore. Yeah. He used to he would stand take, up. He would take anybody to yeah. task. And they, I just, you know, I, I love Jerry, but yeah, he's gotten so complacent. And I think, and, and to be fair, even in the last few years he was with JR, he was kind of lethargic too. So yeah. I think his spark is just kind of gone. Yeah. I hate to say this, but he might need to move on now or yeah. get him a different partner. Because, yeah. You know, because like I said, there's they got enough guys in there. Really, Cole does not need to be an issue here. Yeah. Cole does not need to be there anymore. No. I'm sorry, I don't care. He is not and will never, ever be the voice of the WWE. No. You got all these other guys like Josh Matthews and Todd Grisham. And Grisham doesn't get ever get to call pay per views, and he yeah. freaking is the play by play guy on SmackDown. Yeah. That's retarded. You need to alternate that yeah. shit. If you're not gonna do the brand only pay per views anymore, then do it right yeah. and do it fair. Yeah. I don't I don't give a shit if Cole has tenure. He couldn't lace Grisham's shoes on a play by play booth. Yeah. And same thing with Matthews. I mean, yeah. you know, any facts he gets is probably from Josh anyway. Yeah. Stryker, and see, Stryker's a great example of a heel commentator, yeah. a color guy. Yeah. I think they really just Because he makes sense and he's logical about it and he sticks he sticks with what he what his character is. Michael yeah. Cole doesn't do that. He's just contrary and goofy just to just to be mean and obnoxious yeah. to everybody. Go look back in history of every great color commentator in wrestling history, and they're all ex-wrestlers. Yeah. Even Heenan was a wrestler. Yeah. So, case, see, case closed. You made JBL, Jesse. You, speaking of JBL, you made a good point about when Michael Cole is tolerable, it's because he has someone that takes him to task, like JBL would just lay into him and just oh, wouldn't yeah. take anything. Yeah, he'd rip his ass yeah. on that show. And what's he going to do? I mean, that that's when JBL being a bully serves a great purpose, and yeah. it served a great purpose in the booth next yeah. to Michael Cole. That's where he needed to yeah. be, and God, I miss him. Yeah, and Taz, for the yeah. most part, for the longest time. And Taz seemed more like his partner, but he was also a initially, guy Initially, he wrote him a lot. Well, he wrote him a lot, and he still would. Yeah. He would get that shot every but now and then. But then they became buddy-buddy. So yeah, but Cole always, I think Cole always knew that if he ever got way out of line, Taz would yeah. Taz would throw him something, so... And I mean, Josh Matthews will like call him out on some of his logic fallacies, just the the fact that he makes no sense. Yeah. And, but I think Josh plays political when he every time he steps in that booth, he's probably like, "Ah, this is a lot of fun, isn't it, Cole? We get to yeah. play each other, and, and we we're still buddies." That's <laughs> what it's like. It's like he he'll call him out on it, but then Cole just say something else. And and the thing, getting back to the the whole thing about them on NXT, is that Michael Cole buries every single person on the show like horribly buries all of them buries the entire the show as an entirety every diva on that show yeah every single one and the show itself just saying like this is why am I here this is stupid yeah. and Josh Matthews joins in sometimes he'll start laughing and yeah. like agreeing with him like yeah the show is dumb yeah. when you have both of your commentators saying that the show that they're calling is stupid yeah why would why would I want to watch it yeah they're basically telling us you're a dumb piece of crap and here's your entertainment yeah yeah, we're and that's kind of rude. We're providing you with garbage, and you're stupid for watching it because the show is dumb. So it's it's kind of insulting, actually. Yeah, yeah actually, yeah, it is. So, yeah, sorry, he got off on a rant. No, it, it's really okay. And uh, I mean, seriously, honestly, there's not much to talk about else as far as the main event. Yes, we had the 13 years in the making. Yeah, which I, I you know, looking back, I was like, wow, yeah, they've never had Kane versus Undertaker in Hell in the Cell. I guess yeah. they always thought that they had the, they could play that card whenever they wanted. That's yeah. why they never jumped the gun on it, and that makes sense. Uh, but man, 
I mean, the match was okay. The Orton-Sheamus match was better. Yeah. By the um, way, I love having Paul Bearer back, kind yeah, of thing. And yeah. he's a Dallas guy. So. But, I mean, we were talking beforehand about, like, do you really think Undertaker's going to lose twice in a row? And I think I brought up, like, well, the only way it's going to happen is if something happens, like, Paul Bearer turns on the Undertaker. Yeah. And, he, and here, here's a weird kind of semi-behind-the-scenes thing. They're doing a lot to the ring before that particular match. Yeah. Like, are they making a whole thing do that fire bit again? Are they? What are they doing? And then I see a monitor under. Yeah, the there's ring. A, there's a TV monitor under the ring. Yeah, I could you could plainly see it. I'm not sure why it's under there. Yeah. and uh, I guess that's Hornswoggle's monitor because <laughs> yeah. I was like, someone's someone's down there. And it's his home. Come but I guess they just have one down there just in case for those kind of things I to guess happen. So. Which is weird that they would have it there all the time. But yeah. I guess they would forget if they didn't do it every But yeah, because we were trying to figure out what they were doing. Because they, they removed the, the canvas, yeah. like the top layer of the canvas. And we're like doing all sorts of stuff with the apron. Spending a yeah. long time doing it. And then when you saw the monitor, you were like, maybe someone's going to be under there. But, yeah. And I was like, ooh, 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 ooh. So, and the, uh, uh, that was kind of one of the things that kind of detrimented the match to me. Because I kept, waiting, kept for waiting for something. And then it didn't happen. Well, something happened, but... I, I mean... I'm not gonna say I called it, but I was. It was not a surprise when Paul Bear turned on Undertaker. I guess I should have seen it when he finally let him in the cage. Yeah. You know, the cage got up and he let him in. Oh yeah. And I was, you know, I was like, yeah, I feel stupid. I mean, it's it's the mankind storyline. It's the mankind yeah. Taker storyline. Well, Paul Bear uh, turns on Undertaker. Yeah, that's happened how many times before? Yeah. So. And he keeps falling for it. Yeah. It's like it's like the fans cheering Edge. Yeah. <laughs> Edge called them stupid after he six literally months ago. said that the fans were stupid for chanting Spear. And now they're chanting Spear <laughs> again. Yeah. That is hilarious. The campaign against stupidity will come full circle, and his last victim will be, be fans. the WWE Universe. <laughs> that would be the greatest thing ever. <laughs> He'd be like, mission accomplished! I'm retiring. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the greatest. And he r- rides out on a this huge like stage stallion with Lita at his side going screw you guys there's a, there's a lap around the ring yeah <laughs> you're wrong <laughs> stupid yeah oh, and Getty yeah. and Orken is there and, <laughs> and and we all laugh and I call that one of the greatest moments ever I would <laughs> that would be um, anyway, where were we? Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. I, yeah. Um, I I sort of made a joke about this earlier about seeing the light. Yeah. So I don't know what you people saw watching it at home, and I won't know until like the DVD comes out or whatever yeah. the fuck. But all of a sudden, Undertaker signals for the tombstone. Yeah. Starts starts the tombstone up. The lights go out and music starts playing and lightning strikes. And once again, I feel stupid about not seeing the Paul Bear turn right away yeah. because Kane goes after Paul Bear, and it's the slowest foot chase in history, <laughs> he's man. Very slowly getting away. <laughs> like Paul's like, because you know, he's uh, doing his little uh, weeble Paul, wobble yeah, wobble. But, Paul uh, can't run. I mean, we know. I mean, yeah. it's, it's fine. I don't expect him to. But yeah. Kane is just like, I couldn't tell if he was chasing him or. Just, it was weird. How come they don't do the WrestleMania uh, 5K anymore? That's what I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> and he could win it by rigging it, just right. like Fuji did that one year. <laughs> he was like, hot dog eating contest, I'm listening. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, so, sorry, we love you, Paul. We love you, man. We do. I'm glad he's back. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Yeah. One of my, one of my, sorry, one of my favorite memories when I was a kid was seeing Paul Bearer at a live show. Yeah. I was I would say this, it never ceases to amaze me, this Undertaker Paul Bearer thing in wrestling history. Yeah. 
the majority of the career of both of those guys yeah. is getting just completely and utterly adored and cheered by the fans and the darkest fucking character you could yeah. possibly come <laughs> up with that's not a serial killer. Right. That's Randy Orton. Right. And that guy's getting cheered too. <laughs> <laughs> it's a PG show. Right. And then they're trying to be cable at the same time. It's yeah. like, hey, look at all this stuff. The Shield yeah. and Dexter and, you know. And then they're, they're going there. but And yeah. they've been going there for years. Yeah. It isn't. It's just the darkest thing. It's the guy that locked up the warrior in a fucking coffin and made him try to scratch his way out. And this guy didn't change anything about himself. Right. And everyone's like, "Yay!" <laughs> I love it. That's it's great. Rooting for the bad guy. It's yeah. I don't know. He's the only guy that never changed this thing. Yeah. He didn't even change... I don't really... He really didn't change a little bit. The only thing he did was t- attack those guys instead of those guys. Right. He did the same thing. He still did casket matches. He still has to freaking yeah. earn. Think of all the little things about that character. And right. you go, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I just, that, that just never fails to amaze me. Yeah. I love it. So, yeah. yeah after the slowest foot chase in history. Paul is in the ring <laughs> it's, it's and in the in corner. The ring. He lets Paul walk up the stairs and he just stands there he watching him. him. Like what people do to you on the escalator. Right. <laughs> they just stand there while I walk up. That, that's what that's what they're seeing right there. Sorry. No, okay. um, and he's like, he's got him in the corner. He's like looking at him and we all know Undertaker's going to sit up because the camera is framed in such a way for him to do his, his sit up thing, which is, is cool. Yeah. Um, and then he gets up. Anyway, leads to uh, Paul Bear hitting uh, Undertaker with the urn. And yeah. but like no, before he gave that, before that, Undertaker's yeah, yeah. got Kane ready for the tombstone because yeah. it still seems like Paul's on his side. Yeah, that's he's what got it him was, up yeah. in the slam when the, when the lights go out, the music hits. Yeah. And I thought, okay, this is a new twist on their entertainment aspect because yeah. they're doing a lot of it on sci-fi, and I guarantee you, there's more to come. Yeah. But it's like, hey, let's make this even more cinematic. Turn the lights off, put the little Undertaker stuff up, and he does his tombstone. That's how he wins. I'm yeah. like, man, this is a really, this is a change for the bad, isn't it? Yeah. But apparently, this is supposed to serve as a distraction. Yeah. And give way to the worst light show in the history of that company. <laughs> because Paul Bear opens up the urn, and there's there's not ashes in there. There's a light bulb. It's not even freaking fire. <laughs> no. This is a guy that actually. Well, I was gonna say he doesn't know how to throw fire. They tried that once, by the way, and he totally screwed it up. Did he? That's a good botch. Amazing. He's like Joe Gertner. Yeah, he's <laughs> throwing matches. <laughs> he might as well have been. <laughs> you know what was great? There's this blooper out there, and it's on Botchamania, which you know I love. It was some pay-per-view. It was like, you know, Mankind, Undertaker kind of match going on. And Paul's trying to throw the fire, and he can't get the flash paper to work. Oh, yeah. And then the best part is, Undertaker decides, well, I'm going to call an audible. I'm going to throw the freaking fire, because I know how to do it. And the best part is, when they, they zoom in on it, there's a fan that's holding your cigarette lighter out to try to hit <laughs> the Undertaker, and he's like, it's okay, I got this. <laughs> that's awesome. And he finally burns Paul Bearer. <laughs> Uh, but no, I, I want to know how that looked at home. There's no way that looked good. It would, that was stupid. There was a very like low intensity light bulb in the urn, and I guess it, like, it blinded him, oh, or they shot eyes. demons into his it, eyes. It, it that was, made him see things that weren't there. It was the magical energy of the light shining in his. I don't know because he's 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 the dead man. He the darkness. He he dwells in darkness. So the light he can't stand the light. Like uh, the whole Shawn Michaels God thing. He's, yeah. It's, oh yeah, God's back is Undertaker. Yeah, so that's yeah. his. That's his. Uh, you know, like his kryptonite. Because right. he's the dead man. He's they're they're all demons from hell. Yes. There you this go. This is the demon 
light. I don't know. <laughs> because Cain's not a nice guy either. I don't look upon me. It's for it to look upon me is your death. There's some movie like I don't. That. I think we're trying to make too much sense out of something that makes none. Medusa was in there. That's what it was. Yeah. What? You know, if you looked into Medusa, you'd turn to stone. That's pretty he much what turn I did. Undertaker turned to stone. He stood right there <laughs> and let it, he got hit with the urn. Paul Bear hands Kane the urn, and Undertaker just stands there like a stuffed animal <laughs> and gets hit with it, and that's it. One, two, three. Yeah, that was, yeah. So, yes, he turned to stone. I don't right. care what I you say. Said, maybe there's a very tiny Medusa in the urn. It's Medusa's ashes, that's what's in there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. And we're not talking about the wrestler because yeah. I'm pretty sure she's still alive. So. She is actually, and they did a where are they now on her for a lady that <laughs> see they they've been throwing the women's belt in the trash all year. So like, <laughs> hey, let's put her on here. If, you know, she's completely forgiven now. She's a trendsetter. Yeah, she started it all. Yeah, I like Medusa. They should bring her back. Yeah. Which uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, so yeah, that that was a very the last two matches were very lackluster ending to what I thought was a pretty solid show. Other than that, yeah, the ending sucked. The show overall was pretty damn good. Yeah. So, we'll get out of Hell in the Cell. Yeah. Let's just talk about some random stuff. By the way, since we did bring up Medusa, I'm going to bring back random classic matchup of the week. Okay. Uh, uh, Medusa as Alondra Blaze okay. versus Bull Nakano on Raw in the 90s. You can find this match on the Greatest Superstars in the 90s box set. This is... It's it's probably easily in the top two or three women's title matches in WWE history. You have to see this match if you haven't seen it. It's pretty freaking cool, and it looks stiff as hell, too. I will have to watch that. Yeah, two greats, and Bulnicano is probably one of the most underrated women that ever wrestled, especially in the States. Like, she did this thing over here, and she was world champion here, but no one really knows her anymore, so gotta see this match it's awesome and Jim Cornette they had to put him in the booth because he was I think he was Bulls manager because he was managing Yokozuna and her at the time so he had these Japanese contingent of world champions that's cool and uh, he, they had to put him in there because he can he sold it really well but yeah go see that match it's great we'll, we'll watch cool. it anyway so yeah um, so what has happened since <laughs> Wrestlemania 26 <laughs> did we did we even put that show up we talked about Wrestlemania but I don't even know if we did it or not we put it up or not I don't remember now. yeah it's it's been it's been a crazy year, yeah. but that's all right. Um, um, I I had a couple of things. Well, we were talking about NXT. I know we want to talk about that a little more, but yeah. um, I, I've seen a lot of fans say this online. I brought it up. You know, my lady brought it up. We've talked about it. Considering, especially what you see, like what Ring of Honor is doing, the big get this year they got with uh, Charlie Haas, right. Shelton Benjamin. I mean, they they Ring of Honor somehow got Haas and Benjamin to not go to TNA. Yeah. These these are the guys that have like a long standing offer and still do yeah. to join TNA yeah, because yeah. they're in. Angle. There you go. We know they're all buddies. Yeah. And they even said we just want to wrestle. Right. What better place to go in the States than Ring of Honor? Yeah. And finally somebody listened to us. <laughs> what we say in this year is every single guy that got cut by WWE if we really liked them said, God, I hope they go to Ring of Honor. But yeah. I know they won't. Yeah. And we said the same thing about Hassan Benjamin, and look what happened. Yeah. So, a company that really puts forefront on major tag team matches and their tag teams. They exactly, don't have a whole yeah. lot, but... But tag team wrestling is important there. Exactly. They, TNA says it is, but it's not. Well, they, they've, they've had some super shows, like tag team tournaments one yeah. night. Even if they got to put teams together, but still, mm. you know... Yeah. They... 
to, to be fair, I haven't watched TNA. I no, got, I'm not talking about TNA. I'm talking about Ring of Honor. Oh, actually, has been doing. Oh, yeah, has yeah, done yeah, a yeah. few tag team centric shows. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I'm saying that tag team yeah. wrestling is important in Ring of Honor. And TNA thought they had it a few years ago. Somewhat. I mean, they they had a decent tag team division. Yeah, but, but as soon as they started to talk about it, it's like they cursed it. They yeah. killed it off, and now they got down to like nothing. Even though. I gotta say they got a great tag feud going on right now between the Machine Guns and Generation Me. Really? You got Generation Me playing heels and well. I'm gonna have to start watching again because I haven't watched a TNA show since we stopped no. doing this show. Yeah, because they did a, they did a pretty damn good series between the Machine Guns and Beer Money, which got the belts on the Machine Guns yeah. finally after years. But yeah, it's just like you know, at least it's it's nice to know that there's guys like Haas and Benjamin that are like yeah. that actually. In a time where they've been out of WWE for a while, but I, obviously maybe they saved their money well. Yeah. You know, they don't need to go to TNA just yet because they know they can later. Yeah. A better way to even build up even more credibility than to do that. Yeah. So, once again, how does WWE compete with that? Well, what's the best possible way they can do that? How can they make tag team wrestling interesting again? Um actually have tag teams maybe and not break yeah. them up after the they take the titles off of them like they're doing with the Hart Dynasty now god I hope they don't do that I hope they just go next week you know he, uh, David Hart Smith needs to go look I saw the footage yeah. I'm sorry and leave it at that realize what they have in the good tag teams that they do have like yeah. Crime Time <laughs> yeah <laughs> really yeah, and it was funny because they were showing a WrestleMania, they were showing that tribute to the troops package, which they do at every live event. Yeah. And you see Crime Time on there. I go, hey, remember them? Yeah. <laughs> what happened to them? Yeah. I mean, they even never the, even the singles versions. They're, yeah. they're, where are they? Where's JTG yeah. and Chad? I know people don't miss Chad as much. I I I swore that JTG was going to wear that Intercontinental title by the end of the year, and yeah. it has, it's not going to happen. It's not. There's no way unless he shows up right now. Yeah. To challenge Dolph. That's not going to happen. No, it's not. So, but do you think that the, the the definitely the next thing to do is to make a tag team version of NXT? That has to be the next thing. right? That would be awesome. That is a phenomenal idea. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, there's enough guys, even if they're not in tag teams anymore, they would yeah. be great pros for these guys. And hell, I don't know, maybe someone that, that isn't wrestling as much, yeah. or maybe just one of the guys in the back that's yeah. that's one of the producers that could be a good manager to get these guys over. Yeah. I mean, what is the harm in that? Really, you got all the there's a, there's a you know we got some more second generation guys coming up yeah. from Florida, which maybe they can start them with that. But I just don't understand. I don't know why WWE doesn't see money in tag teams, even if it's the means to an end. Yeah. Because all you gotta do is look to the past. Yeah. To see how much of a purpose tag teams provide. Yeah. Okay, if you know, tag teams don't make money. Bullshit. Road Warriors. You know. Yeah. Uh, I know there's more examples. You know, Rockers sold some merchandise. I know they did. Yeah. You know, I might have some around here. So they they sold a t-shirt or two. I have a Rockers t-shirt. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, Bushwhackers? Yeah, I have a They sold a lot of hats. I have a Bushwhacker hat. Yeah. Uh, there are there can be career tag teams. I yeah. don't think it's a dead art form. Yeah. Obviously, we know it's not, but yeah. to them it is. So yeah. why is that? I I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking on that is. How um, are they thinking they're not missing out on the next Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart by developing them better in a tag team? Yeah. I mean, it's easier to get over, I think, in a tag team when you first start out than it is on your own. E- yeah, it's easily. so hard to make it like, on your the own. The Hardy Boys came from that. Edge and Christian came from that. Yeah. So. I mean, some guys have never been able to get past it. Yeah. So... But it's also not a curse. It really is yeah. how you do it. Because 
apparently all the early scouting reports on the Rockers had Marty being the the big the yeah. guy. Yeah. You know. Because well, Ms. Morrison. Yeah, it's like the Ms. Morrison thing. You know, Morrison's the flashy one. Miss seemed the more solid grounded guy, so yeah, he, he was kind of the Genetti if if you will. Yeah. But, you know, like, oh Sean's just a spot monkey, he'll never be a good wrestler, yeah. blah blah blah, you know. And Jeff Hardy got a little better. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, Matt Hardy, that's a whole other thing. Oh my yeah. god. But uh yeah, NXT tag team. I mean, there are three tag teams in WWE right now. That's it. And that's including the champs who weren't even a team when they won yeah. that freaking belt. Yeah. So you got See, the dude busters who never get booked except on superstars. Yeah. And uh Hart Dynasty and Drew McIntyre and Dashing Cody Rhodes. Is that Good. all they have now? And they got Cody Rhodes making a push for him as a singles guy. Yeah. They got they're doing vignettes. Let's throw him in a tag team. Yeah. Great. This is the exact opposite of what we usually do. <laughs> right. This has to work. <laughs> With a guy who's nothing like him. Yeah. The only thing is just an up and coming young guy just like he is. Yeah. Big deal. They've been throwing together Mark Henry and Evan Bourne on occasion lately. I think that would call me crazy, but I would like I, to see that. I, I would like that a great a tag team. Team. I think it'd be good for both of them because they're not doing anything with either one of them. It would prolong Mark Henry's career yeah. because he's you know he's always been injury prone. Yeah, and you know they can and have shown that they can actually kind of make him interesting if they want to. Yeah. Uh, and that's a, talk about a tank and Ferrari tag. Team. Yeah. So I think that's a no-brainer. It yeah. looks like they're building up to it, so hopefully they will do hopefully. that. Uh, they're my pick to be the next champs. Because yeah. who else? <laughs> who else, yeah. Hard Dynasty has lost their subsequent rematches. Yeah. So Yeah, but NXT tag, bring in some guys from Florida. And you know what? What's the sin in taking some of the other guys you have currently under roster and putting them in the NXT tag team things? Yeah. I don't think that's a terrible idea. That. I don't think that's a terrible idea. So, uh, all you people out there listening, if you have an idea for what tag teams you would build from the current WWE roster, I, don't know I would if like I would to hear those. That way. I would like to hear those. I might take some of the. What's the rules that say they have to be guys they ship in from Florida? But they're they're rookies. And I mean, yeah, I guess they're unproven. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, fine. Well, then take guys you get from Florida, sign a whole bunch of other guys. I wouldn't maybe, mind... Maybe, maybe sign in some Ring of Honor guys, because you know they like doing that now, which is fine. I wouldn't mind having some of the people that got eliminated from the previous season of NXT come back as a tag team. It could like work. Like the, the South Beach Party Boys. <laughs> oh, that would be perfect. Bring you them got back. one right there. You got yeah. one right there. And, uh, you know, hey, you know, maybe it would be a good way to get the newly signed Tyler Black over is yeah. to, with WWE Universe, no yeah. offense to anybody else who actually knows who he is. Yeah. Um, you know, put him in there with a guy that looks a lot like him. Put him in there with the Lucky Cannon, you know, or something like yeah. that. Uh, they look very similar. They yeah. could be a tag team. They could. Yeah, they're right there. There's two right there. Yeah. And they're missing out. Now, I'm, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a great idea. Have, like, four tag teams on there. That's eight guys. Yeah. And then right there, as soon as the show's over, bam, you got a division. Yeah. You got about seven or eight teams after yeah, that. Yeah, there'd be fewer eliminations because there's only four teams, but yeah. still, I mean, you'd have, like, two elimination weeks and then a finals week. Yeah. So it's still it'd still be interesting. I think the way to go, there's probably a way to do, like, four team elimination matches for the first elimination week. Yeah. 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 And then, like, the third week you have the three-team thing, and so yeah. on and so on. And then you had that final match. It needs to be, for the first time, NXT does need to be determined by a match win. Because you can have the winners be voted on still by the fans and the pros, and then you book the match how it's going to go down later. Yeah, I think that'd be kind of fun. That, that kind of blurs the line between... If that makes it a work too much? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But anyway, I, I was doing good before that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but speaking of matches on NXT, there wasn't one this last week. Oh, God. 
I, I, I was. So this is a wrestling show, so we're not going to talk about that, right? <laughs> right. I was, I was, I was just real briefly on this current season three of NXT. I was kind of skeptical. I was like, eh, I don't know, because I don't care about the, the Divas division anyway. Yeah. For the most part. So, but they're, some of them are winning me over. I, I like AJ. I think she's, she's, yeah. she's my pick. AJ is very likable, and um, Naomi is good. She's the, the athlete. Yeah. Yeah. She was. When we were making the joke. Uh, when she had her first match on that yeah. first week, she's automatically better than her pro. Yeah. So that's a first. It doesn't take much. To oh, be sorry. Yeah, than... Daniel Bryan did that too. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she, she's. I, not... I respect the Miz's ability. Yeah. He is a great punching back. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> Naomi's not that good on the mic. No. And um, well, when does Kelly ever talk? Well, that's yeah. the other thing that, that makes well, makes me laugh. Yeah, but she gets still... passed on her looks. Yeah. Well, yeah. But um, unfortunately for the divas. The emphasis isn't so much on the wrestling. Not not to say that AJ isn't competent. I haven't really seen enough of her to, to like make a a full decision for myself. Yeah. I haven't seen her much in the ring. I mean, yeah. But uh, as far as personality, I think she she wins hands down. So I like Oksana because she talks like uh, Vladimir Kozlov did before <laughs> yeah. she came in. She, she did the WWE double double E yeah. <laughs> and Striker actually said it too. Yeah, I'm a big <laughs> double double E fan. Yeah. I, I really am. So. Um, I like Oksana. I think she's going to be eliminated this week. Um, Thanks, think she'll go out. Yeah, because well, I mean, she looks almost exactly like Maurice, but I can tolerate this one. For she doesn't some look reason. like Maurice. She has that Maurice look kind she of going doesn't. on. It's some of the. It's the body type more than the face. I'm just saying. So. I'm shaking my head right now because right. you're completely wrong. She. Uh, I, I will say. Um, I mean, like there are certain parts of that, but I do. See, I saw a little bit of Trish Strass in her the first time I saw her. Oksana. Yeah, a little bit. So, and that's a better compliment anyway. Yeah. yeah. So we all miss Trish. There is um, there is a huge language barrier, but they're not doing it enough with Goldust and Oksana. I yeah. Mean, there's, I, there's there's pardon up no pun intended, but there's gold there. <laughs> yes, there so. is because like I said, anytime Goldust is teamed up with anybody, the team's automatically an yeah. odd couple. Yeah. So she can dress in all the gold she wants. They're still an odd couple, and there's, there could be some great and dialogue. Who, who better for a pro than Goldust? Seriously, oh God. I seriously, if you. I would have a you know even so much you know you got a guy like Regal there still if yeah. you gave me a choice between Regal and Goldust, that's a tough call. For that's me. hard, yeah. Those are... I respect both of those guys immensely. Yeah, Goldust gets the show business aspect. Yeah, Regal's got the work rate, of course. The guy can talk too. They both yeah. can talk really. They both well. can talk. They both have the work rate. I yeah, mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, yeah. Just Regal's more known as a wrestler. Yeah, Goldust is more known as an entertainer now, he's, but he's, he's a great wrestler. Yeah, he's a. Yeah, I mean. Like that match, okay, like that match, uh, yeah, we were talking about that match, it might have been during the last run of the show, but that match that Goldust had against Jericho mm-hmm. on Superstars, Yeah, I love the fact that like immediately when that match aired, like Jericho said, I just had this great match with yeah, Goldust. He tweeted about it saying like how great it was to be in the ring with him, and if you're a wrestling fan, you need to watch this. Yeah, and why is this guy not getting pushed, you yeah. know? And yeah. yeah, like he said there, he's, he's in, in a better shape, shape of his life right now. Yeah. So I don't understand that. I don't know. I have a weird gold dust to add on. Uh, his ex-manager slash ex-wife, uh, Terry. Yeah. I saw, and this is a rumor, but there's pictures that supposedly back this up, and I've seen them. Mm-hmm. Guess who Terry is dating now? You'll never guess. He's an he's an ex. He's I think he's still a current wrestler, and I'll give you a hint. He's really known as an ECW guy. You'll never get it in the millionaires. Try to think of the weirdest one you could possibly think of. Um. Um, Sorry, I know you hate when I put you on the spot. Yeah. Uh, New Jack. Yes! Really? <laughs> wow. We did not plan this in advance. 
<laughs> really? New Jack and Terry. <laughs> <laughs> There's a picture. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll link the picture. Wow. Yeah. I didn't expect He's, that to be correct. He has got... He has got Roman numerals <laughs> on the left and right, diagonally and vertically on his head. His, his forehead is a, a novel in Braille. It, it is. And Terry looks great. She still yeah. looks great. Looks like she did, just like she did ten yeah. years ago. And I'm just watching him stand next to each other. I'm like, I hope this is a rumor and they just shot this at a con. But hey, love is blind. So, um... And so is Terry. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, wow. Yeah, and that... <laughs> All right. So you learn stuff good, on this show. Good for him. Good for him. Absolutely, right? Um, that's, uh, you know, like I said, we, we talked about Michael hating Michael Cole. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a weekly subject. Hey, you sure. want to just quit while we're ahead? Yeah. And do best the, week, worst week? This has been good uh, getting through. Best week, it's got to go to the Nexus. Yeah, they're they, one up now. Yeah. Now, I hate that they, I hate that they said that they we're going to be up to, like, six now. Six, they're up yeah. to seven. Because well, just Skip Sheffield is like a non-entity. He's now. has. I mean, he's not there right now. So I'm sure if he gets better, then they'll bring him back. But yeah, I thought he was doing okay for himself. Well, no. I mean, if he gets healed, I mean, uh, oh, you mean oh, rehabs better? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Okay, um, so sorry. Continue. Yeah, Skip. No, Skip was fine after he. Because see, I didn't like Skip at first because right. he he did not fit the persona that he was trying to portray. Yeah. It was just not good. Even though he is that guy. Yeah, but when he turn, he doesn't look like that guy though. Right, he does look like kind of a, he looks like when a he Nathan turned Jones kind of guy. When he turned angry and heel and scary, yeah, then he was good. Yeah, like um, we got rid of Batista and we got Wade Barrett upgrade. Yeah, so we lose Nathan Jones and we got Skip Sheffield. Hopefully, an upgrade. Yeah, I like this. We're we're basically replacing guys that have almost the same body type and same look. But they're better wrestlers. Yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> of course, great. Yeah. So, uh, and so worst week will have to definitely go to the Hart Dynasty, since was in the question mark column yeah, right now. Since Bret Hart is not around, they do not have the uh, tag team titles. Um, Natalia did become the number one contender, but of course she lost because she got a shoe thrown at her. Yeah. So. And possibly breaking up of the Hart Dynasty, which doesn't make much sense because this is all on tape. Yes. So they can see it in the back. Tyson couldn't be like, "Hey, I I got pushed." I mean, I I can show you the replay like right now if you want. Yeah. Just go to the back. I have a new thing about this. Okay. I, this just came to my head. And I don't know why I didn't think about it earlier. There is a uh, confirmed story out there that Teddy Hart right now is in rehab huh. and he's doing well. And this is at Bret Hart's behest. Apparently, he told Teddy that he could get him a job still if he got his shit together. Finally. Yeah. After getting thrown out of Mexico. <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> so, maybe things are moving. Maybe this is a thing to where we can get Tyson over as a cool, high-flying, slash technical babyface. Yeah. If you're looking at Chris Cage for this whole Bret Hart meets Shawn Michaels thing, when it's probably Tyson. Yeah. He's probably the answer. Kalen Croft is. Who yeah, sorry, Kalen yeah. Croft was that guy. And I'm sure he he needs to, they need to see his ability, too. Yeah. We all we all do. So here's the deal. Have the Tyson uh, go ahead. Have Tyson feud with David Hart Smith while your tag team division's in the shitter. Yeah. Fine. And then all of a sudden, David Hart Smith shows up with Teddy as his tag team partner, and it's a, a new Hart dynasty. Yeah. And he's like, "You're not even a Hart." That would be pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, 
And Natalia could be on... I don't know if they would break up Natalia and Tyson together, but she's yeah. obviously a heart, so but I they would have she to would, do it that She way. would be in between, I think. She would be Maybe. torn. Maybe so. she would be. So, man, what a cool storyline that would be. It's pretty cool. That's a good idea. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, uh, he'll find a partner. Yeah. <laughs> plenty, plenty of guys out there. So, yeah. anyway. All right, that was it. Um, thank you for bringing back Best Week Worst Week, because I missed that. Yeah. Most of all, I'm always curious as to who you're going to come up with. So sometimes I can see it right away, and sometimes sometimes I it's it. easy. Sometimes this week it was it wasn't as easy, but I figure uh, worst week, of course. I mean that's pretty easy. And then yeah. it bring, bringing Cena into the Nexus, of course. How can you not say that that's best week? Yeah. So all right. Well, I guess we'll we'll leave on that. We'll say goodbye and uh, just. We'll cross our fingers along with you that this will be an ongoing thing. So, thank you so much for joining us. And Chris, if you're not too rusty, you want to take us home with the plugs. Trying to remember. Um, well, you are listening to the Wrestling House Show, which you can find online at wrestlinghouseshow.com, Facebook, Twitter, Mevio, all linked from the dot uh, com. So we got as many ways to watch us as WWE does now. We were up on them, and now they're kind of like neck and neck with us. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, Joey has some uh, DVD reviews coming up yeah. for the website. I'm going to review every DVD that I own. Which How is much could he possibly have, you ask? It's a substantial collection. Yeah. So. I even subgenred my wrestling DVDs. You want a little wow. geek moment here? I got the, the person-centric one. Right. You know, like the people profile documentary uh-huh. slash box sets. And then I got the events. And, of course, those are... Like the entire show events? Yeah, kind of like thing. the pay-per-views and mm-hmm. super cards and whatnot. And, of course, those are sub by their, you know... Of course. The territories, or whatever whatever you call them. <laughs> Federations. <laughs> Companies, federations, whatever. Companies, yeah. And, um, yeah, that's it. So, yeah, I, I separated them as much as I possibly could. To where it made sense. And, yes, it is geeky. <laughs> Glad you shared with everyone. Thank you. So yeah, Wrestling House Show and uh, <laughs> and iTunes and leave us a review and leave us a whatever star review you think, let, but at let, least write something. We yeah, like those. Let people know we're doing shows. Yeah, and write, write us and, and we friend read, us. We read. Yeah, friend us. We read every email. Friend us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter because I have been tweeting a ridiculous amount lately. Yeah. So. If, if you are following us on Twitter, you will get kind of an early version of the show. As it goes on, because Chris does that really well. He's he's like Joey Styles now, yes, so, and yeah. just just as witty in my opinion. I think. Oh, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I am your Joel Gertner. At this moment, <laughs> I am waving my arms, and I'm wearing the neck brace with the suit jacket, no shirt, and hairy chest, and all that stuff. It's so, kind of gross. Wondering why I'm not dating Terry Reynolds right now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That is a joke. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, all right. You, you know, you know, Joel's probably like going, "Damn, <laughs> I missed out." <laughs> all right, maybe what was Terry doing there and standing next to Paul Bearer, and now she's dating New Jack. <laughs> all right, we'll see you guys it's next great time. Great to be back. <laughs> okay, bye.